Right, welcome back. This is Larry Wilmore, Black on the Air. This is what I call an emergency pod, you guys. Something has happened in the universe that has shaken the universe to its core. And I just had to come on and talk about it. And with me are my boys, uh, my good friends, Roy Hibbert, formerly of the Pacers and the rest of the NBA. And, and the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Lakers, too. Yeah. I keep forgetting yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like the Lakers didn't treat you well, but that's why I have that. That's all right. So. That's all right. But it's all good. It's all He's good. Not, he does, Roy does not have hate in his heart, you no, guys. Hate, hate, hate. I've never seen no. Roy say something negative no. about anybody. No. And, of course, Ever. the famous, as I like to say, the famous Tommy Alter. What's up, Tommy? Hey. Hey, man. Tommy is Thank con- you for having me. Tommy is the ultimate connector, just so you guys know who Tommy is. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell talks about this in his book, and, of course, Tommy knows Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> but he talks about connectors and... What are the terms? Mavens and all these things. Tommy connects to everybody. He is he is two degrees of separation yes. from almost anybody. You know, I defy you to name somebody, and you won't be more than three degrees of separation from that. I totally agree. Right, I see right? him on Instagram and in, in, exactly. in the locker room with the like champagne with the with, with the Golden State Warriors. Exactly. He has a hat on. Exactly. He's in practice. I'm exactly. like, how is he getting into how these things? How is he in there? How does he know? How yeah. Does he- like, not even Bill Simmons is in there <laughs> yeah. at that point. You know? This is going to let you guys talk. I'm not going <laughs> to champagne with but, curry. But the point is, I ain't mad at Tommy. Yeah. I ain't mad at him. You know, he's got a great life. Good for you, man. Uh, that's how I look at it. Welcome, boys. Um, LeBron is in Los Angeles. He's on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm doing this pod today. You guys knew it. I've been a little quiet on Twitter. I don't know how to feel about this. My whole... My whole insides are shaking because people say, well, Larry, are you a big LeBron fan? Let me make this clear, you guys. I'm a Laker fan, okay? I bleed purple and gold. If you're a Laker, then I am your fan. That is exa- that's all you need to know. It's, Has it's, there ever been a Laker you, you just could not cheer for? Well, there are Lakers who are problematic to cheer for. But when they're playing the game, I try my best, you know. What about like by the time Rodman got to the Lakers, I think it was on the Lakers for a hot second. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what about good. Dwight? No, I wasn't feeling that. What about Smush Parker? Isn't it pretty depressing? I wasn't mad at Smush. Everybody made everybody Smush's made name just hurt. One of Smush Parker. His name. Just by the way, I, let me apologize to all the non-sports fans who follow Black in the Air. I get it. And guys, this is a a sports. This is one of those yeah. sports episodes. So I apologize for you. Please, next week, I'll be... <laughs> Enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Next, don't put next, on black next week, I will Subscribe, be, but don't listen. I will be kicking fan. Sarah Sanders out of the red hen again next week. <laughs> <laughs> so please, come back for that. It's going to be glorious. We're going to let her order this time, and then we're going to kick her out. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I always like to pick at her food, just walk yeah. up and just take... Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Oh, that's a whole another deconstruct. We may yeah. have to talk about that yeah. today. Who knows? But let's talk about LeBron. Okay. Yeah. So, no. Um... My feelings are pure and direct, you guys. I have nothing but love, full arms embrace of LeBron James and anyone that becomes a Laker. Yes, some Lakers are harder to root for for others, but as long as they're a Laker, I will root for them against anybody else. Were you surprised yesterday? Um, Well, everybody kept telling me it was going to happen, right? Everybody... um, Hey, he's buying houses in Los Angeles. This kid you know? enrolled in, in school. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yes, two houses. You know? Well, two houses in Brentwood. Whether or not you play for the Lakers is, is an aggressive. Move. Yeah, but didn't he have that incident last year where somebody supposedly scrawled the N word on yeah, his gate they did. or something? Yeah, yeah, that's a real welcome to Los Angeles. Exactly. Yeah, so I wasn't sure exactly. 
I mean, LeBron's a mogul. He can have houses everywhere. He doesn't yeah. have to move there necessarily or to play there. So, you know, so, 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 so that wasn't evidence to me. Yeah. That, that was like, well, it's possible, but, you know, when you're that large, you know, you can have houses and places. That makes sense to me. You know, I'm sure he still probably has a place in Miami, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Has a place That's what I'm saying. You know, you can um, just tune, see any LeBron what'd, commercials. What'd you they're think? probably all what'd shot you think, at all right? What was your houses? feeling this weekend? I had a feeling it was going to happen. I didn't think they would possibly get Kawhi and Paul. And LeBron all together, but LeBron's the first piece. I really felt that, you know, if some if they were going to get somebody, it would have been Paul, but not all three, because I don't think Popovich would send Kawhi to the Western Conference. Were you, you know. were you surprised that Paul George did not sign with the Lakers? Because I was, mm, I was kind of surprised. It seemed like that was never even as serious a thought. As we probably thought it was. That's what it felt like to me at the end. I mean, playing with him a couple of years back, you know, I, I had a feeling that he would want to go to the Lakers. Um, what was he like when you played with him? Oh, great guy. Good locker room guy. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he talks about he's from Palmdale. Right, and, right, right. Um, but I had a feeling Shout that he would go. Shout out to the big peak yeah. in, the, in the high desert. That's but, not the low desert, you guys. That's the high the desert. The high desert? All right. And all puns are intended there. Yes. Uh, all right. All yes. right. Yeah, all right. I know there's some cannabis you know, fields back oh, they're there. <laughs> they're, so. they're making meth. They got cannabis. Oh, they, man. They got all kinds of stuff going on in the high desert. But uh, I, I think the, the, the chance— the money was just too much to pass up, I feel like, in terms mm-hmm. of what OKC was going to be able to offer him. That's like right. generational wealth right but there. I, but, I have a, yeah. but I have a timeline right. question, and we don't have to get, we don't have to spend too much time yeah. on PG, but yeah. around this time last year, maybe uh, two weeks earlier, but around this time, he decides one day, I'm not, I don't want to play in Indiana, in Indiana anymore. Yeah. I want out. I'm telling everybody I'm going to the Lakers, so you guys can trade me or not, but I'm leaving so you know. Yeah. And if he had stayed in Indiana, he would have gotten the same amount of money. He would have gotten more so, like, had what, he stayed in Indiana. Yeah, he would have gotten more if he stayed in Indiana because right. he hadn't been traded in the first place. Yeah. And so it, the whole thing just seemed, it seemed a little bit surprising that you would then go to OKC, which is not exactly a hotbed. It's not a cultural hotbed or anything like that. Then all hey, of a sudden hey, you would be... We got black on the air listeners in OKC. I mean, I'm no disrespect to OKC. I don't even think Excuse OKC, me, hotbed? Think... When was the last time you were in OKC? <laughs> I mean, I heard a lot of oil money out there in OKC, <laughs> you know, yeah. so... It's a lot they, of got hot, money, they got money out there. A lot of hotbed but, but, but oil money. The, but what... I mean, obviously... Tommy, without, get to the point. What without, are you you, without you having talk to him specifically because I don't want you to have to dime out individual yeah. conversations. Like, What could have happened in a year? Because they didn't do well. Yeah. They lost in the first round. Yeah. What could have happened in a year that would have changed his mind? I mean, I have not talked to him mm-hmm. about basketball stuff like that. I remember our discussions when we were playing a couple of years back, but last year around this time I didn't talk to him. But all I can say is if I didn't hear it come out of his mouth but his representation's mouth, maybe that was a ploy for them to, mm-hmm. to trade Paul. You know, or get him out of that situation. But I go off of like if you know, I remember Dwight saying, I, I believe I could be wrong. He wanted out of Orlando, you know, a couple yeah. of years back, and I didn't hear that come out. Dwight wanted mouth. out of a lot of places. He wanted out, so and he, vice versa. So if it comes from your representation, it may not be exactly from his mouth, mm. you know. So that, that's where I came from. I with think that. people change too. I give him the the benefit of that. You know, circumstances change. Yeah. That kind of thing. But let, let me ask you this, especially as an ex-player or current player, too. Um, what do you think? Because well, when I'm thinking about LeBron, I think it was more than a basketball decision. Oh, yeah. It feels like like a big 
mogul type of decision. Big baller decision? Exactly. It's, but it's bigger than a big baller. <laughs> this is like big mogul. Yeah. I can't rhyme anything with mogul. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah. I'm trying my best in my mind. Uh, because he, you know he sat eyeball to eyeball to arguably the biggest mogul who's ever played the game, who's Magic Johnson. Yeah, uh, Magic went from baller to mogul, like... When it was still the '80s, yeah, you know, like he he had I think some Pepsi distributorships early on or something wow. like before he got into Starbucks. Wow. Um, so what do you think? Was that it that that he really related to Magic Johnson? I think that there's an opportunity. Maybe I don't know what the conversations he had with Magic, but just thinking of outside of basketball, I I quote unquote interned at WME for like a week. You did, and, yeah. So just to like learn tallest intern, tallest ever. intern. Yeah, I was I was sitting in on calls. That would have been so know, much better like than that. the De Niro film intern. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I didn't see that film, so <laughs> right. but um, but it's a sequel. <laughs> but I know the agent that you know works with him and his people, uh-huh. and he was telling me how LeBron started like his production company, and it was right. you know how they rented out other like camera people, camera crews, and mm-hmm. eventually he has the infrastructure now to have his own like you know you know a production company with an office and everything like that so having that out here in LA you right. know just seemed to like just I wouldn't say that's inside information but it, it sweetens the pot I but feel I, like yeah I love that LeBron wants to be Cecil B. DeMille in some ways yeah. you know like, it's not enough to just dominate yeah, exactly. dominate on the court you have to yes there's all this drama that already surrounds LeBron and now he wants to produce that drama like in a different way you know now speaking of drama especially for you basketball fans out there what's going Tommy I have to ask you this what are the Lakers doing now? Okay, you have LeBron. To, By the way, let me let me well, just run, set it up. Run through it. Yeah, run through. Yeah, let run me through set this up and correct me because I don't know if uh, I have this right. Okay, LeBron, and I love LeBron. I, I do think he's the best player in the game right now. But there is drama that comes with LeBron, okay? There's a certain amount of, let's be polite and call it, maybe passive aggressiveness that comes with his style of leadership. Is that fair? Yeah, well, he, well, he come, LeBron comes in and, and it's his show. Yeah, no matter but, what, no matter what was happening beforehand, it's going to be his yes. show. It's going to be his coach. It's going to be his team. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and you have to know that going in that you're getting that. Right. And so if that for that for some people that's drama. For other people that's like okay, well he he gets to the finals every year, so he knows what he's doing. Yeah, but LeBron holds his cards in ways that players have never held them. He has leverage yeah. over owners. He's in completely ways. flipped the owner player. He's com- but yeah. he's done it in ways that Paradigm. no one has done. Signing that one year deal, one year deal, one yeah. year deal, or two year deal, one year option. Well, two it started, deal, one year started in twenty ten with yeah. the decision. Because right. before the decision, it used to be and just he, like you would when you would go sign somewhere, you yes. would just go do it, and it would not That's be a right. big, yeah. dramatic. He tortured those around. fans, and he and he comp- and since then, it's all been the players okay. run the show. So, but now he's on a big stage, that yeah. Los Angeles stage. This is drama town, right? So, he, so it's probably is the place for LeBron to be, but. Oh. He's bringing on a cast of lower drama characters. <laughs> well, he's bringing on a cast that, of, that of may high, be, high drama yes, off the court, high not necessarily high drama on the court. Yes, who may be better suited for summer stock, you know, somewhere. Yeah. But I don't know if it's. Mm, I don't well, know if this through, is a good match. Okay, so here it is. So we have LeBron, we have uh, uh, Lance Stevenson, who used to blow in Born LeBron's ready. ear. Born ready, which Coney I say, Island, Coney Island legend, which apparently worked by blowing another former Roy teammate. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about Lance Stevenson. Who? So you guys that don't know Lance Stevenson, he used to blow in LeBron's ear in the court. He did all this like psychological. And warfare. You were on the court for all that, right? Yeah, I didn't know about the blowing in the ear until after the it game. It was crazy. So and, to, to give a little context, Roy's and, wait. And by the way, hold on. Like yeah. LeBron actually laughed at it too. Yeah. Like when you see it. Like it almost like in a weird way he enjoyed it. 
Not not the, enjoyed the, it in the way that it sounds like, but he enjoyed the the I think the rivalry. Yes, and the, just the, he enjoyed the competitiveness. He enjoyed this part. This motherfucker's gonna go this far. Yeah. He's doing this, and he thinks he's gonna. This is gonna beat me. Yeah, like I think that appealed to him. I mean, I think Lance brings a unique style that if you look at what LeBron had with this past team, he had to do everything. Lance comes off the bench and like. David West always used to say this when I play with him. You need more dogs. You need somebody right. that's you know going to go in there and get dirty. Can you name one person on <laughs> Cle- Cleveland that you would feel like would be a dog that would like you know no. get in there? Not even close. Not know, so sometimes you need somebody to go in there and like you right. know be an energizer bunny or a microwave just to get right. things going. Right. So and then Lance has been pretty good off the court. I feel like the past couple of years, you mm-hmm. know, he hasn't really heard anything. I when think his, describing Lance, have you ever used the word stable? I, there's some funny stories I have with Lance, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I won't say on over the air. But he has grown. You know, coming in to the NBA mm-hmm. at like 18 or 19, he obviously had some some issues and okay. you know and stuff like that. So maybe like he's that. matured. A bit. He's matured. He is. But matured do we a lot. want the mature Lance Stevens, or do we want the immature one? You'll get a you'll get a mix <laughs> of both. So, mix so of he's both. so he's off the court. I'm sure he's matured. Yes. But on the court, he's still, even this past playoffs, I was, I was at a couple of the games yeah. when they were playing, and he was back in Indy this past year, and they were yeah. playing Cleveland. Yeah. And he's still he's still wild. And so yeah. he's one of the things that we talk about at the Ringer a lot, the irrational confidence guys. Lance thinks he's yeah. better than LeBron. Lance thinks oh, he's yeah. the best. He thinks he's the best player in the NBA. So right. when he goes up against Which LeBron, can work for you I mean, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like I've gotten to know his family when I was playing there, and his dad literally said, you know, my son is better than LeBron. You know, my son can be better than LeBron. And like, if his dad, dad said, my son is better than LeBron. Oh, I mean, yeah, he we totally see, feels that. Okay, here's the thing. His dad now is here. We got LeVar Ball. We have dads who are head cases too, as well as the players. I mean, but they would get uh, along real well. I love to, you know, just have like a like a reality show just on those two fathers right there. Right. You know, I turned that in. Shot, first uh, shots fired on reality show <laughs> yeah. purposes. So, so Lance, so Lance, that's one. Okay, so yeah. we got Lance Stevenson. Uh, we have uh, Rajon Rondo. Yes. Was just signed today, right? Respected, real respected, smart, but like headstrong person. Very headstrong. I Kinda, like this. I think, smart an, I, think, little, I think smart is an understatement. I think he's weirdly, just, he's weirdly brilliant in he's a lot his of ways. Own, he's like, he's kind of like genius Smart, where you can't predict his kind of differentness. I, does I, that make sense? That does. Like I see yeah. it, like how you know Draymond, you know, will yeah. step up and say right. something to KD sure. or whatever. Right, right, right. You know, in the heat of the moment. Right. And if you're wrong when you're a superstar, sometimes people don't want to tell you you're wrong. I feel like Rondo will be that person to be, yes. hey, get your no ass doubt. over in the corner Absolutely. and guard up or D up or something. But like is that. he a locker room crusher? I I don't, I don't know personally. I'll just tell you my my. One and only really experience with him. I was in my All Star game, my first All Star game in right. Orlando, and you know Danny Granger was the All Star for the Pacers yeah, before, Danny Granger, yeah. and he didn't score a point. So like a bunch of guys were giving him shit for mm-hmm. not scoring a bucket in the All Star game. <laughs> so when I made my All Star team in 2012, I was like, oh, I gotta score a bucket. You know, it's a guards uh, a guards game, but Ron and, the, and before the, before the game, Rondo comes to me and was like, what's going on, big fella? I'm talking to him. 
And he was, I was like, yeah, I got to score a bucket. And he was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to get you your first bucket. I'm going to get a rebound. Well, as soon as the shot goes up, you just take off. I'm going to get you an outlet. You're going to get your first bucket, right. you know? And he just said, I want tennis. I want a triple-double in the All-Star <laughs> game, you know? So he was already going up to people <laughs> talking about how I order in assists, yeah. you know? So right. he's somebody that will play for the team, is aggressive, and I think that'll be a good look. But yeah. I'm, I want to know where your guys take, and I don't want to take over your podcast. No, but, take but, it over. But Rondo and, you know, uh, 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 the ball, ball kid. You know who's going to be okay. jockeying for Here, that here's, starting here's point guard spot. Here's my first. If we, did we cover all the head head no, cases? We, no, Javel. sorry. Go ahead. Go oh, JaVale McGee for Christ's sakes. JaVale. I mean, who started Shaq to the fool? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole team might be Shaq to the fool. I think guys. he. I think he's grown. He's he, grown. He has matured a bit. Yes, it, it does seem. But he. It seems he's like a he's matured he's a because character for sure. You probably know. But he's it's because a lot he's, of time I spent a lot of time with Javale. But he's, he's a character. He, whenever you win championships, yeah. it makes your behavior look better because it's been validated by winning. Yeah, you know. Well, he's he's Same a, thing with bad. He's a good guy. Him. He's a good guy. Like the yeah. thing with all. I mean, the thing with all of these guys. I you know Lance obviously very well. I've only met Lance in passing, but they're mm. all, with the exception of Rondo, who's had a lot of. Falling outs with teammates. The rest mm. of these guys are really well liked. Like, like Javale has been like beloved by his teammates. He's not yeah. a guy that's had actual problems in the He's locker not room. Causing problems. He just does things on the court sometimes. Right. <laughs> a little bit like LeBron's yes. former teammate J.R. Smith, uh, where you're like, "What are you doing? You're a professional basketball uh, player." So that's sort of the difference between right. between yeah. all these things. But we, we, it's a putting them all into a mix when you have like when you have these these it's sort of. Nuts problems off the court and on the court like you don't know what you're going to get i don't know what magic's going for with that and it may just be uh it may just be coincidence you know that these are the veteran players that are available yeah you know because i think that magic is putting some veteran players out there to give uh, one support for lebron and i think he's going back to a very novel idea that teams don't quite do anymore where they let rookies and second year players be rookies and second year players you know and uh you fight for your starting positions instead of yeah. automatically being given them. Yeah, that's you know, so Lonzo's a better player for having to fight for that starting position rather than assume that he's the next coming. That's you true. Know? What, what's going on with Isaiah? Is he a free agent? He's or? gone. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> and they just let uh, Randall go too. Julius. Well, oh, yeah, can we talk that. about a, a thing? Yeah. Which uh, I which I like Randall. I thought he played really well. Well, I, he doesn't I like, stretch the floor like that's uh, the new game now. I the know. fours need to be able to hit corner threes like yeah, you, you know Kevin Love. Right, but I'll bet hustle play is what I like. Yeah. We should talk yeah. about the trade in February that the Lakers made, which allowed them to be in this position where the they Tavis? traded. No, they traded no, they Clarkson, Clarkson and Larry Nance. Larry. You could argue it goes back to Contavious though. Well, that was it. That was probably a smart move politically in a lot of ways. Yeah. But the trade, basically, they traded uh, Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson to the Cavs yeah, for, I, to get for Isaiah, and so they dumped salary cap. And so basically, yeah. they opened up money to then go take the Cavs' best player and stick the Cavs with yeah. two guys who are probably going to be out of the NBA. And in, in I wouldn't go years. that far. Larry's my guy. I like Larry. I saw something that Clarkson is going to be out of the NBA in, I, in three years. No, I, I, don't I feel think like so. he like with the NBA, Clarkson so. will be able to score off the. Name. Ben, she'll find a niche. Absolutely. Larry, he's not a starter. He's, That's not, a, the only he's thing. not a starter, but 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 Larry has the athletic ability. You can be like, you know, you're going to keep getting chances, and he's yeah. a pretty yeah, good Larry, player. Larry's in a good well, he place. He plays hard, too. He does play hard. Larry's in hard. a good place because he's at Cleveland, and it's his hometown, and yeah. he'll probably be able to develop. For me, Clarkson, he needs to think about Lou Williams. It's like, and Jamal Crawford. That's who you should model his game after. Yeah. Like, come in and just be a threat. Yeah. You know, yeah. and just work on that part of your game where your instant offense, that Vinny the microwave type of mentality, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, 
But well, Larry, what does this mean? What does this, on like a macro level, what does this mean for the city? Because the city, the Lakers are used to this. They're used to yeah. having the best player in the in basketball. Well, here's the thing. It makes complete sense in terms of how the Lakers work as as a dynastic organism, <laughs> to make up a term. The Lakers, uh, the way the Lakers work as a dynastic organism is they take the best player from somewhere and they add that to their mix and they get better. You know, they did it. Look, in the 1960s, Jerry West and Elgin Baylor were two of the best players to ever play the game, you know, but it wasn't enough to beat the Celtics. So they got Will Chamberlain, you know, and they got him in the twilight of his career. They finally won a championship. Uh, you know? Yeah. They were actually up on the Celtics in 69 and ended up losing that one in Russell's last one when Wilt's first year there. But uh, then 10 years later, you know, the Lakers won the Pacific Division and lost in the playoffs, <laughs> you know, um, with, uh, well, no, a few years later, uh, the Lakers traded for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah. you know, already won a championship in Milwaukee, yeah. Lou Alcindor, you know. Um, and when they got Magic, of course, that gave them another run of championships, you know, years later. Got Shaquille O'Neal, you know, brought him into the Lakers, you know, and made the Who did they trade, uh... I think that was that might have been free agency. Oh, free agency. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. But they convinced Shaquille that he had to come here, you yeah. know, which was huge. But more importantly than that, they made a trade to get Kobe Bryant after the draft. Kobe yeah. came. People forget From he came on a Charlotte? trade. Yes, you know, through Charlotte and Sinblade, I think out there. Um, but but Kobe, of course, was a a rookie, so that doesn't count. But they got a big name player, Shaq, to come to the Lakers. Yeah. So so. LeBron follows a great line of players, you know, who came to the Lakers. Um, and like Wilt, he's coming in the twilight of his career. But unlike Wilt, I think he has a lot, a lot more years to I think play. LeBron got like ten more years. It's interesting. You think he has ten. I mean, this look at, his, look at his body. Like you know, he's not. He's playing better than he did when he was. But once 20. your body starts breaking down in basketball, that, that, is, true. Well, that do, is true. Do you buy the argument that he's waiting to play with his son? That he's going to play. I think that would be that, that would be interesting. But I, I, can I take it back like one second? Yes. Just go back. It's just smart. Just like I, t- I, I talk to Kobe every once in a while. We text, but he lit. I, can we ever do like a conference call when you talk to Kobe? Like, like just, I mean, just wait. Hold, hold on a yeah. second, Kobe. I'm just going to I'm just yeah. going to pull Larry in on this. Call. No, I mean I'll, 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 I'll ask him. I don't even know if, if, if he'll be down for that. But it's crazy it that might be. you know got to ask. He uh, he had we had talked about some a former player Dwight. Right. And there was some stuff in the locker room I won't go into that mm-hmm. he actually foresaw, right, right, and right. and stuff like that when it comes to Dwight. And we talked about that. Right. But then when I was playing with Kobe last year, in the realm of not taking things seriously, is what I think. It is. So, <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> All I could say is like Kobe was just like if you you have to make it in L.A., you, you know, like you shouldn't leave or you, you're not yeah. going to find a home. There's no other better place, you know. So I can't really say whatever happened to Dwight right. in Houston and everything like that. But 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 Kobe, when I was, we were we were a horrible team. Obviously, you know, when when, when Kobe's last year, mm-hmm. we were losing 10, 12 games in a row. And Kobe had a, had a talk in the locker room mm-hmm. with the whole team, but mo- mainly towards the young guys. And I can curse here, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. You already um, did. Yeah, I did. Shit, I just want to make shit. sure. I mean, you already <laughs> crashed that <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> Cole, Cole you didn't even ask like, for the first one. I should, I should have. I should have. You know, um, but he was just like, "You young guys don't fucking understand." He was right. just like, "You guys need to like develop quickly and win quickly because the Lakers don't wait around for anybody." Right. You know, like when was the last time you saw a rookie develop 
and lead the team. You know, we we will get the best players from other teams to come that's here, right. and if not, you got, your ass won't be here. I yeah. swear to God, that's exactly the how we said it. The last time was in 1980. But it's true. It's the Yankees. <laughs> same thing with the Yankees. Yeah. They're the yeah. same. They're, they're, there's they no rebuild. They reload. The, yeah, yeah, the fans aren't waiting around. They're not. Yeah. They're not waiting for the process. They're yeah. not waiting five years for the team. Right. To well, the fact of the, the matter draft. is, it is a combination of the two. Yeah. You know, Shaq was seasoned. Kobe was a. He was a a rookie and yeah. was a, a third year player or whatever. But um. So going back to the original thing, this it's everything's made for LeBron right now, you know. And I think because of that, I think LeBron is going to be more comfortable here than he was at any other place he played. I really do. And I think because the stage is bigger mm-hmm. and it's made this is what I meant about his drama. Yeah. He's finally on a stage big enough to take all that drama in, you know. And anyone with less drama would be swallowed up in it, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I think it's perfect for him. The fans are going to support him a thousand percent. Yeah. It's going to be a thousand percent. The only place it's more was Cleveland, and we know why, because it meant so much to Cleveland. Yeah. It's going to be a thousand percent. Look, he already has Laker DNA in him because he played for Pat Riley in Miami. You know, yeah. he's you know he's kind of meant to be a Laker anyway. And uh, and Ty Lue, he played for Ty Lue, who's ex Laker. <laughs> you know, there's all these Laker connections in there. You know? Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Sorry, did he play with Luke in Cleveland? Or no, was I that, think he was gone already. He was gone already. I think so. Okay, I all think right. no. Well, they or were dra- no, they, no. no, they did. I think they were drafted the same. Well, they were drafted the same year. Luke yeah. obviously wasn't drafted to Cleveland, but I think Luke's last year in the NBA, they played together. Wow. Did they play together? Yeah, we can double check it, but I'll look. Yeah, it up. that'd be look interesting. It like, was, um, you're playing with somebody. It'll be interesting to see that. But um, I think. That LeBron is going. Here's here's what I'm gonna say. I think Golden State is in more trouble than people give them give uh, give them credit for right now. Ooh, uh-oh. Really next year, guy. next year. If they get the Marcus, I'm seeing stuff online about the Marcus possibly yeah, coming look, in. Pat, Pat, let me put it in here right now. Way. Just said Julius Randle just signed with uh, New Orleans. New Orleans oh, good for him, which man. means that which Boogie's means definitely Boogie's not going to come. Go back to New Orleans. So. Yeah, that's okay. another dog right there on the so, Lakers. Yeah. Here, here's what I'm saying, Roy, and I know this goes against what you're saying right yeah. now about the league because I don't think all trends necessarily can be followed. Yeah. Or should be followed. Yeah. And I think the Golden State trend, the way that they stretch the four, works for their talent. Yeah. That doesn't work for everybody. That's true. And that, in the the way that it most dramatically doesn't work is in pressure situations. Houston was a huge example of that. You know, as was uh, who did Boston play in the finals? Philly? No, no. Who missed all the three pointers? Houston did, and another team did. Boston missed them against Cleveland. Boston oh. missed them against Cleveland. That's what it was. Both of those teams were the living, breathing example of what everybody always felt about three point shots. Yeah, was that you live by that jump shot, you die by the jump shot. Golden State proved us wrong as the most glorious unicorn the league has ever seen, you know, mm-hmm. when they won the championship. But that, to me, yes, as a style of play, league definitely going that way. But as the mode of playing, you yeah. need talent to play like that. Yeah. And you need you need um, generational, like, busting talent. And yeah. that's Clay and that step together as a unit. Yeah. Anybody else in that team, sorry, or I'm KD too, but they were like that before KD. Yeah. yeah. But those three make that team able to do that. Because even with somebody as good as um, as Harden, look how many shots he missed in the pressure, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other, thing with, the other thing which we haven't even mentioned so far is the Lakers aren't done, most likely. They are not done. So, But here's my point about it. Just because that team wins like that doesn't mean we have to beat them playing the same way. That's what I'm saying. And what is undervalued 
in the league right now, which LeBron is really good at, and which I think the way Magic is building this team is defense. You know, and what has been a hallmark of Lakers throughout the years is not just their offense, but it's been their defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pat Riley had an amazing defense during the 80s, yeah. you know. Well, that's to your point about the dogs. They're building. Yes. You're having and you're a, putting dogs you're putting in that team mean, that aren't afraid of, to do the dog work. A bunch work. of mean yeah. dudes in yes. one team. Correct. That's what makes me happy about yeah. what I'm seeing. Like, hmm, okay, there's oh. some people who... You know, Ronda's the, the perfect example of that. Got, like put a, rot, a f- put a couple of Rottweilers in the a front line. pain in the ass to play against. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, pick you up full court. I, like I feel like this team, if they get the Marcus, they and Lance and Rondo, they're gonna have like probably lead the league in techs called. You Let know, me tell you something. With the refs, the Pistons, the classic Pistons, right? Yeah. They started bully ball and all yeah. this stuff. This Laker King team could be kind of a nasty team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be a team that just beat you down physically. Well, yeah. What do you do with Lonzo? I would trade Lonzo personally. I would Who's going to take him? I would try to send him to, he could play for San Antonio. He could play under Pop. Somebody should Pop. take him because he's really good. I don't think Lonzo, Pop. He's a really good. Look, his dad. You can't, you can't, but you can't conflate the dad with Tommy, him as a player. Here's the thing about Lonzo. Lonzo actually would play great with LeBron. And most people think it's the same position, but that's not necessarily true. LeBron understands basketball so yeah. well. He can, LeBron can play with anybody. Yes, exactly. But Lonzo anyone. can pass it to LeBron exactly when it needs to be passed to LeBron. So LeBron's scoring layups and things like that. Uh, I think LeBron would love to play with Lonzo bringing the ball down and dishing it around, you know. But Lonzo is a liability in the fourth quarter, and that's a huge problem. He's a liability in the fourth quarter, and then there's the big elephant with him, which, which to Nobody your, cares about Dan, though. <laughs> well, they don't because they're going to yeah. get rid of it. They're going to get rid of that as a problem. It's yeah. just, this is like, this is, this they, is what... Wait, when you this, say get rid of it, it sounds is, like they're going to This is what they really do. Get rid they of come it. In, send him to Latvia and he never comes you back. just send him somewhere where you don't have to worry about him anymore. Uh, I, I saw some joke. Obviously, this it has no standing, but... I read something online and saying that uh, if he loses his starting job to Rondo, his dad's going to pull him and put him in the JBL, the 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 ball the baller brand league or something like that. I think that'd be hilarious. It obviously wouldn't happen, but like you got to think to yourself like, what's a, be, what's a bummer yeah. about it though? What's a bummer though is that he is there's no better person for Lonzo to learn from than LeBron. Correct. Like just from a from because Lonzo is one of these guys that he's just scratching the surface of what like right now he doesn't have the scoring yet, but he probably will get it. And he's already a great passer. He's a great decision maker. Like he's never going to be at the level of somebody like LeBron because he's not physically as big. But like he's somebody that he plays the game in a similar way. Like LeBron's like the best passer in the NBA and the smartest player in the NBA. Oh, yeah, and, but and it, Lonzo could get to that could get to that point down the road conceivably. Mm. Mm. Not feeling it. Mm. I was. He may I, get to that point, but it's not going to be on the Lakers. I was hoping Lonzo would show me something. What do you want, Kawhi? Oh, are you kidding me? Of course. So Kawhi's in, that's the that's the last Kawhi. piece. Kawhi. I I feel most of those Lakers are expendable for Kawhi. Man, what about Kuzma? Like I forget. I like Kuzma, Kuzma and what's his name? He was the number two pick Ingram. from Duke. Ingram. I'm Ingram's like, really good. I forget, forgot about those two. Like they're only yeah. like second and third year. Play. But this is the thing. Yeah, this is but, the thing with the Lakers, though. Is so this is where they're in such a good. This is besides the fact, obviously, just signed LeBron. Why they're in such a good spot now is they have all these assets that they could maybe trade for Kawhi, but they don't need to... It's possible. They don't need to make a big offer because they have money next year. I don't think they should. I think they should finish and their negotiations now and say, 
take our last offer. That's yeah, it. and they have money next year. Kawhi's a free agent next year, and so is Jimmy Butler. And so is Kawhi. But he just, I thought he was, no, they offered him that. Yeah, one, so one there's going right? to be other, like, and the thing we were talking about earlier is like, LA is not going anywhere. Like, everyone wants to play here. Yeah, but also, Tommy, you have to realize too that back to my earlier point, because you have LeBron on this team, it allows your second, first-year players to develop more. Like, Brandon Ingram doesn't have to carry this team. Yeah. You know, so he can he can develop under LeBron, which is nice. So, you know, two or three years, he, he could be a completely different totally. player. You know? Yeah. You can see that for sure. Just Yeah, he's got all the tools. He he needs to me he needs to go twice as fast and be Yeah, just go twice as fast first. <laughs> is there anything is there anything you're worried about with this team? Um this LeBron's all, health. This is all positive besides the health. I don't want to put that out there because I just don't want to have bad stuff out there. I think LeBron will do fine on the Lakers, but health, once you get a certain age, Father Time is undefeated, and health is the one thing that I'm concerned about. Um, I read somewhere he spent like a million dollars a year just on like yeah. physical I think therapy. It's more than that. Probably, like, more than two that. Or three, probably yeah. sleep, sleeps in a cryogenic bed. I'm sorry, honey, we got to do it in the internet. I'm sure. A little cold. I apologize. Uh, if he can go another 10. You think, see, you think 10. You think he could play till he's forty three? I believe it. I mean, this this is like most guys slow down when they get like thirty something, but like he's playing better. And if he's playing with, with with guys that could pass the ball, he doesn't need to go coast to coast. Like if he had to play the same way he played in Cleveland for the rest of his career, I could see like it's shortening shortening his career. But he doesn't have to carry that whole team anymore. I mean, it says you get those, you know. Bigger pieces like if a of Kawhi or you know, I think he could extend it though. He's a he's a specimen. Okay, let me ask you this again, since uh, our boy Bill Simmons was trolling us so bad today, you know, they let Bunch Magic started making all these other deals. Are the Celtics coming out of the East? I think as of right now, yeah. You think so? I think yes. I, I like Philly. Because the Celtics have too much, too too many young. Are they going to break they, that team? They, up? they have to trade some. Well, they also the Celtics like knock on wood, but the Celtics have a lot of injury issues themselves, and right. so that's another thing that right. that is not that's not set in stone. I mean, yeah, you never know. Players. Yeah, you never know what you never know how how everyone's going to heal and everything like that. And yeah. um, but they just they're so deep, and then Stevens is just a, is amazing, He's just a wizard. Why, how come, see, I'm not on that train yet. Everybody is telling me that Brad Stevens is a genius. Well, if you're such a genius, how come your team can't win a road game? <laughs> what do you mean? How is that genius coaching when your team can't win a game on the road? But they. What do you but, mean? What do you mean? That's exactly they, what happened. But look who they. What do you mean? Look who look they. Look who they were playing. Look who was, that's got look nothing who was to playing do with, for them. It's got nothing to do with it. You can't win one road game. How are you a they genius? Did, they were. Were they like look, one and nine in the playoffs in the road? A non-genius can win a home game. But he, I think geniuses win think, road games. I think the thing with him, which is which is unique, is like the the team they were rolling out there in May from a talent standpoint was not in like the same stratosphere as like any of the other teams in the playoffs on either side. Why is Ty Luna a genius for getting that team to the finals? Because he has LeBron. Ooh, he has LeBron. <laughs> LeBron. Like, it's just, it's like if Ty Luna gets this team to the playoffs, then he is a genius. Like now he's got a shot to prove. Oh, himself. stop it! Brad Stevens has uh, Kyrie Irving. Stop Did not it. have Kyrie Irving. 
He had Kyrie Irving for most of the year. He, did he have Kyrie Irving for any playoff games? Right? No, I but I'm saying so, he, no. he did not yeah, have Kyrie Irving. Well. He has a lot of talent He got the on most team. out of... He like, got the I didn't think Rogier was going to do as well as he yeah. did. You know, he probably, you know, as much as the, the X's and O's... The best player on that team was Horford. Was he? Yeah, he was the best with Kyrie and Hayward out. Oh, okay. Uh, Horford's like by far the best player on the team. You don't team. think it was Tatum? No, it was Tatum. T- Tatum, yeah, Tatum, yeah. Was, Tatum yeah. was up there too. Tatum played the best, yeah. I'll reserve my judgment as to genius coach. Let's say he's a good up-and-coming coach. Genius coaches don't lose on the road every game. That's not a genius coach. Uh, if he's an, if you're telling me, yeah, he's a good this is coach. A hot, this is a spicy take. He, it's a true take. If start winning on the road, and I and the one thing I'll, I'll, the one I'll, thing I'll I would agree consider the one thing I would agree with you with is he's got to at least make the finals before you start throwing around the genius. Yeah, it's true. Like, Thank you. Definitively, as a as thank a, you. Up and he's been in what? No, the Celtics geni- head coach for like what five, four or five Here's years. Here's what genius yeah. coach does. Genius coach beats LeBron when he's not supposed to. That's what genius coach does. Genius coach wins at least one game yeah. on the road against Cleveland. That's what genius coach does. Yeah. Am I right? I think he's yeah. a up and coming genius coach. But he can't he be up and coming for like five years. Let me tell you though. who genius coaches. Larry Brown. Is he, Larry, is he as good as Larry Brown? Is he as good as Larry Brown? The good as coach Larry Brown? Yes. I think he will by the time he's uh, right done. now. Is he as good as Larry, Larry Brown? Brown? Oh, right now he's significantly better than Larry Brown. Yes. Than Larry Brown was. Yes, he's significantly better. I don't remember too much about Larry Brown coaching. So you're saying Larry Brown right now or Larry Brown in his prime? Larry Brown is pr- no, not Larry Brown right now. Larry Brown right now is like this little no, like not band the- from the NCAA, <laughs> no, and like living at Daytona Beach. Somewhere. No, of course not. Of course not. Larry no. Brown is from I don't know because Larry Brown is prime was a, is like a championship coach. He could so, take he took almost any team. Yeah, so I and could get them. I think it's a weird. I think that's a weird comparison. Like, no, it's th- not because he took he took teams with marginal talent and made them into champions. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, that's that's what a genius does, is what I'm saying. But people are calling this guy a genius, and but, he has good talent. But this he, is, but he this, can't even get to the finals. How this, is he a genius? But this is like this is like people judging players just based off how many championships they've won. No, like someone can't be an all-time great player if they haven't won a championship. It's the same type of thing. He, well, by the way, he probably will win a championship. It's not the same thing. It is because like the only no. the only knock on him. Tell right me now, one. Tell me a genius coach that never won a championship in any sport. Who's a genius? I'm, I'm Who's a genius, a genius coach a that genius never won a championship in coach. any sport? In any sport? Who's a genius coach? I think coach? there are coaches who have, who've like... There's revolu- no such thing yes, as a like, genius sport like that never won a defense. Name one. Like, what about think. coordinators? What about... No, uh, not coordinators. <laughs> We're talking about head coaches. Because they don't exist. There's no such thing. Yeah, I guess genius coaches find a way to win. But he is going to find a way to win. You don't think he will? He has not. He will. He genius will, though. coach after they've done something. We should something, ju- come back before. a year from now and like see if he's yeah, able let's, to beat. Let's, I, I think we'll come is, out the east. I think we may have come to. Out the east. Mozart, Mozart that, was a genius after he that, composed. Now, that, not now that sports betting is legal, I think this might have to be a. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we have to put a little wager on this action. Come on, man. I'm not going to let Boston Celtics get away with calling somebody a genius just because they like him. They can't get away with that. That's what I'm saying. I'm stopping. Who's your other your coach, Luke or Brad Stevens? Probably Brad. We'll see. To Coach LeBron right now? Oh my God. We'll see. No, no, this is me, per- we'll this is me personally. Be Brad. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh my God. This is the biggest this we'll Laker see. fan. We'll see this how it goes. This is just cocky Laker. We'll see how it Laker goes. Laker fan just feeling we'll themselves. See who, this we'll see week. who gets to the finals first. <laughs> I'll take that bet also because I I would I don't know who's stopping the Celtics from getting the finals next year. So who gets to the finals first? And I know who's stopping. Everybody's the talking about Golden State. People could get injured on that team. You don't know. Man, Iggy, Iggy was gone for like eight games, yeah. and they still 
still got there though. That's crazy. Yeah, but Chris Paul, had he not been injured, yeah, was, there's a good chance that yeah, he that stopped was Golden hot State. That, what game six? He was the Golden State stopper. Game Let's five. be. Game well, five, the momentum, was, was, the momentum was totally... Harden fell apart, guys. That's what's sad about it. And Chris Paul was the only glue that was keeping that together. But part of why he fell apart was he's just exhausted. That's it. I mean, you just you can't... What care. do you mean part of why he fell apart is because he's exhausted? Everybody's exhausted. No, but he was he more exhausted. He was more... He was carrying the whole load. Next time, don't carry the whole load. Larry's just Larry's harsh. Guys, this is this is this is not little league. You're harsh. This is harsh. I'm not harsh. This is not. Look, this is why I'm a Laker fan, Tommy. This is why we (laughs) have all those banners. Lakers would cut hard. Listen to me. This is why we have all those banners. This is why we don't put up division championship banners. Like well, this is to, true. I'm speaking, to, I'm Clipper as, fans were trying to. Speaking as a Cub fan, it's just yeah. rationalizing shit. Clipper fans were trying yeah, to make we me played, feel bad. We played oh, well. We the Lakers aren't there. any good. We're beating you. I said, get out of the second round, and then we'll talk. And when they won the Pacific Division, I said, you know, you should put that banner up. You guys earned it. You should put it up. Put it next to our 16 championship <laughs> banners. In fact, you know, because that's the only. This is this up. is really what makes the Lakers and the Yankees different than every you other have, team. Every look, other team in sports is the Lakers Yankees. They don't. Look, if it's not a championship. They don't. They. Yeah, it's okay. a failure. Let me tell you something. Every Tommy. year, most people demand excellence. We expect it. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. We don't demand put it. Put that on a shirt. We don't demand it. We expect it. Yeah. That's that's our baseline. Okay. That's not something to aspire to. That's who you are. In the practice facility at that's the Lakers, you, you could see all the, the championship. That's right. You know, in, in yeah. Jeannie Buss's Excellence office. is who you are. That's not something you— I always thought that was awkward Tell me. when the Clippers, they switch over to the Clippers and there's just no, there's like nothing there. Yeah, I mean— It's just the same. You start at championship and, and the key is to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's how you keep your job is stay at championship level. Yes, Exactly. You don't aspire to be a champion. You're a champion every day in practice. That's just who you are. Yeah. You, know, you and Kobe sound, sound yeah. the same. Well, Larry, Kobe Larry said the Kobe same thing. Hanging out. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Laker for life area right there. That's yeah. what it's all about, you guys. Say, the Yankees would agree with me. Well, it's going to be interesting with this mentality with uh, Lance and JaVale and you got a lot of guys on this team that are not necessarily. That well, LeBron has those values, and I think when the leader LeBron of your team, definitely has. Those yeah, values. when the leader of your team has those values, it does go a long way. He will, so that, and I think Rondo has those values as well. Yeah, Rondo Rondo's does have those values. Rondo is right. a winner. Rondo, Rondo, what, what, didn't Rondo say something to uh, about uh, the, what's the point guard for from Cleveland that got traded to the Lakers? Uh, they said they don't. We don't value Celtics doesn't Isaiah. value Isaiah mm-hmm. doesn't value uh, conference banners. They they they, they talking about championships. Oh yeah, about the whole video. Isaiah thing. wanted his the video thing, thing for yeah. going sure to the, retired on, for having man. one good season. Come on, yeah. man. Come on. I like I like I like that clap back. Rondo's right a dude that I, I like it a, too. Rondo, yeah. I, I, I think Rondo's been yeah. has gotten be weirdly underrated over the last couple of years. I remember when he was on the Bulls a couple of years ago, and. He came in and the Bulls yeah. were like this disaster of a roster, and he but, like whipped them into shape and the made playoffs. them good. We yeah. got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. They yeah. were up two zero in the playoffs against Boston, and then he broke his finger, and then right. they got swept. But and you remember, Rondo, he like wins everywhere he goes. Yeah, well, tough time he, in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, that was the only thing because yeah. that team didn't fit. They, well, yeah, they the team they weren't about winning. Yeah, they didn't play hard, so he quit. Yeah. He basically, just walked off the court. Let me tell you, game. Rondo was the only one on the Celtics. I respected Pierce, Ray Allen, all those guys. You know, of course, KG. You got to respect him, but Rondo was the only one. I was afraid of somebody doing the unexpected, you know, where it's like, fuck, you know, Rondo stole yeah. the ball, you know, or that type of thing. You know, the other guys, I expect Pierce to make that shot. That's yeah. not going to surprise me. I expect Ray Allen to make that shot. KG's going to post you, boom, 
making, yeah. but Rondo stealing the ball or making the the craziest shot or doing something ridiculous. It's those those kind of intrins those kind of factors like that are also make championships. Like um, Houston losing Trevor Ariza, who went to the Phoenix Suns, I big, think is huge. Big loss, great. I think it's huge. Great it's a huge loss yeah. for Houston. Yeah. Um, I was mad when he left the Lakers. You know, um, we got your boy Meta World. Yeah, <laughs> Meta would fit well on this new team. He would. That he would be, be next. Perfect. He would is, there, is there any world that Kobe would come back? I think he's done. He's he's yeah. he's making movies and producing. He's winning tr- Oscars. He's trying to get his egot, you know. Or yeah, yeah. He, uh, I think he's done. Yeah, I think he's on that. I think he's on that road. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. There has to be another thing too to incorporate the uh, MVP. MB, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he is. Gonna, yeah. He, so he'll way, come up with another. By, way, will. Yeah. by the way, he is going to get the egot. You just know he I don't think he, he's like, going to figure out a Tony. I don't know if he'll get a Tony. I don't know if he'll get a Tony. Well, can you get a Tony by producing from producing? Yeah, but he's going to write. He could write. He's going to figure out a Tony is very difficult. He's going to figure out a way to game the system like he did with that Oscar to get himself an egot. Did he get a Grammy already? Not yet. That's yeah. for, that's next Grammy year. is achievable. Grammy, but, but Tony, mm-mm. Grammy, he's just gonna make like a collab album with like Common and John Legend, and they're gonna go on a <laughs> Ava DuVernay movie, and he'll get, a, <laughs> he'll get a Grammy for that. <laughs> Tony's like he's just he's gonna know the he's gonna know the pressure points to uh, hit. He already did it with the he already did it with the hardest one probably. Uh, yeah, whatever. All right, <laughs> you know I'm right. Um, I'm right on Brad Stevens, and I'm right in the ego. No, you're wrong, Brad, about Brad Stevens. Um, uh, look, he wins a couple of championships. I'll have a genius discussion, but until but he hasn't even gotten to the finals. Do, so does does you think uh, San Antonio has a different thought process on like excellence? Like every year, of do you course. think do you think they they want to win it? But like, is it as strong of a mentality as the Lakers? I feel like they do things totally different than yeah. like how you know they're resting players. You know, they have parties even after they lose as a team. They have, you know, mm. costume parties and stuff. Right. I feel like the mentality of the front office still want to win, but it's not like we're going to trade all of our mm-hmm. young assets to get older, you know, more mature players. I think San Antonio shows the difference between a winning culture and a winning strategy. Yeah. And I think what they have is a winning culture. Yeah. You know, because any any team that wins that long, it's in the culture. It starts from the owner, goes down to who they hire, goes down to the coach and his style. Yeah. Uh, all those things are calculated things to to have your team ready to be at its best when it counts. Look, the best— uh, Are you in a golf world? Have you ever talked no, about I'm golf? Not in the no, golf. you don't play golf. Tom, you don't play golf either, right? No. All right, so in golf, they have four majors, right? Just like in tennis. And uh, they're the biggest tournament of the year. Tiger, Jack Nicholas, the best golfers um, of their times would always peak at around the majors. You know, so they're tournaments they wouldn't show up to. People think they'd be snotty. Uh-uh. Yeah. They're resting because the Masters is more important than your little tournament. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. So their idea is to peak around the biggest tournaments of all times. So that's why they're legendary golfers. So... I believe Popovich is that type of coach. He wants his team peaking at the right time. Yeah, that's true. And he wants them at the strength. He's not interested in breaking any uh, regular season records. No, uh, what, 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 79 and, or set, what, what did Cleveland, uh, what did, uh, 73 and 9. 73 and 9? They're not going for Popovich that. is not interested in that. Yeah. You know, he'd rather his guys be able to play that third week in June or second week in June or whatever and be ready to play peak performance play yeah. there. Yeah. Which is very difficult, you know, especially the NBA schedule. For that long. I'm to like, tell you. For right? years he's been 
winning coach. Like I spent some time. I was always a big fan of of, of Tim Duncan. Yeah. And when George Hill got traded to to the Pacers, I uh, reached out to Tim and he was like, "Hey, right, Roy, come work out with us in San Antonio." So I flew down to San Antonio to work out with the team. What was that like? It was it was great because Tim Tony. They were there. They were very encompassing. Uh, Tim said, "Roy, anytime you any big guys want to come work out with me, wow. you know." Cause I met. I, it's a funny story. Like I met Tim when he was 2001. It was an All Star game. Was in DC. I went to some panel thing. I was a kid, 13 years old. Right. He was sitting there. I said hello. He actually said he remembered me. Wow. But um, but he literally like, when I went to go work out with the team, they would all do court work together, and then everybody like literally trainers, right. coaches, we'd all go to the track. And all run, mm-hmm. and the trainers, coaches, everybody ran. Even I, I think I saw Popovich even, wow. you know, there wow. as well. So they really have a family. Like a family. Cool. Like even yeah. like the ball boys, they would all run. Well, together, that makes this Kawhi you know? stuff that much crazier. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I was like, happened. man, you know, that's what that's, do you think uh, happened in the Kawhi thing? I mean, I'm not asking you to give away yeah. any inside knowledge yeah. that would betray somebody or yeah. whatever. But what do you think? Looking at it from a professional basketball player point of view, what do yeah. you think happened there? I mean, I can only speak from personal experience, and I'm not going to name any teams. Right. But like one time, I hurt my my knee mm-hmm. one year, and then it got healed up with the proper um, PT and stuff like that. And then I had the same injury on my other knee, and uh, the tra- I went I was on, a, on a different team, and they did things completely different. Mm-hmm. And I knew something was wrong, and but. They cleared me to play, and it kind of, like, festered from there, and, like, things happened, and it didn't go well, even though I was cleared to play. And I knew it stemmed from this certain injury. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying this is the same thing Kawhi was going through, but if he thinks that nothing is – if he thinks something's wrong in the training staff and the coaching – not the coaching, but, like, the team says you're good to go, I think that it's in, in his situation is good to sit out but at the same time, if it was like a contract year and you had a couple bad years, then you would probably want to play on it and you could potentially get hurt. You look at Isaiah. He was hurt in Boston, but they wanted him to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of messed him up. It cost him a lot of money. It cost him a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money. But Wait, this, who asked him to play? The genius coach? <laughs> the genius training staff. That you doesn't could, sound like a genius you, move. You would know more. but I, I, well, It sound like a genius I would, move. I would, argue, I would argue the opposite. guy who injured his hip to play. It's, it was a cold move. That was a genius was a cold move? move, but a genius move. You play him until you don't need him, and then you trade oh, him for Kyrie Irving. That's a cold move. That's cold world. That doesn't mean he's not genius. Cold world, you know? But then I didn't say it's nice. That's fucked So as a player, I could say, you know what? I think Kawhi is doing the right thing, and mm-hmm. he should sit out as long as he can until he feels like he's properly, you know, ready to go. Uh, people see San Antonio being so giving to players, where like yeah. George Hill said that Pop would just say, "All right, we're going on a two week road trip. You you guys are go home for the first week, and then just come back." You know, Jesus. so I mean, Man. and I, that's why people get upset when the, the tickets and the, yeah, the, 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 the commissioner has to come in and be like, I "You can't sit players like that." But I guess if it was any other organization, they probably would be on the side of Kawhi, but you hear stories about how giving the organization is to players that people are starting to think. It's hard to know what Kawhi, side to take. Kawhi is right. probably taking advantage of it, but I don't think he is. Yeah. I think he doesn't. He doesn't seem like the type to me to to, to try to game the system. Like he doesn't yeah. even smile. Like he doesn't seem yeah. sinister that, at all. He could be that sneaky, quiet type. You know, that's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know the, one of the most dangerous ships is the submarine. The guy that doesn't talk is the one you yeah, can't. Exactly. But yeah. sometimes these things. This happens like every work. It's not obviously just like high profile pro sports. Like 
things just like fester and like you lose trust and then it just it deteriorates and at a, at a certain point like it be like becomes something past the point of no return trust. yeah, yeah. and it's it. clearly at that point now and yeah. it's not even like anyone necessarily did one yeah. thing that was wrong they probably were both wrong but they just and what happens anytime you only can communicate through your representatives yeah that's so bad I mean, yeah. you know because you have to have person to person contact yeah um, alright last words on the Lakers um what what are the chances for Western Conference Finals? I the think West, the I West think, is well, so, murderous. So, the West so is low. I would say, assuming they don't get Kawhi this summer, which mm-hmm. is, no. a, I think it's a fair. I assumption. think it's a fair assumption. Mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't be surprised if they got to, to the Western Conference Finals, but I would I wouldn't bet on it. But no. I think the future, obviously, like if I were betting on who in the finals next year. Yeah. I would say like they're in a they're set up. The best thing about the best thing about yesterday, besides the fact that LeBron is coming to LA, is that he signed a four year deal mm-hmm. with no outs. So he's here. So yeah. this is like this is now yeah. a this is now a thing that's happening for the next four years. Right. And they're so your they, prediction for next year is my prediction for next year is they lose uh, in the semifinals. Okay, so don't make it to the Western Conference. Don't make it to the Western Conference, right? Yeah, I feel like maybe not even get out the first round. I feel like. Not this coming year, but the following year, they'll mm-hmm. be better prepared with okay. a good free agency. Those are all the safe predictions. Now, let yeah. me give you the Laker prediction. So, okay. 75 okay. and 7. No, guys, here's the thing. <laughs> no, no, no. The Lakers will have a tumultuous beginning of the year, okay? They're going to try to find themselves towards the all-star break. They're going to get in the groove. You may see a trade happen during that time. New or coach, whatever. maybe? No. I think, that, I, think, I think Magic lacks Luke. I don't think you want to trade coaches in the middle of the year. I hate that, you know, trade him. I mean, yeah, Cleveland did that and won a championship, but that's crazy, you know. But um, <clears throat> give Luke the benefit of the doubt. LeBron is on a mission, and you guys, here's the thing. Nobody sees this, but everybody's going to see it in retrospect. That Golden State is ripe for the pickings because they're so successful. That's the time when teams let their guard down. It's They're not as hungry anymore, and that's when the hunger comes after the satiated. This is what's going to happen. The Lakers are hungry. Golden State is satiated. They got a full belly. We got empty stomachs over here. And LeBron, his, he's, you know how hungry he is? He, if he sent that text to KD and KD showed it to his boys and they laughed about him joining the Lakers, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's some fucked up shit. You're going to have to pay for that sin. And you're going to pay for it. With meeting in the Western Conference Finals and shocking the world. I don't know. Shocking the world, man. This is my bold prediction. LeBron shocks the world in L.A. He takes down Golden State in the Western Conference uh, Finals. Or they meet in the Western Conference Semifinals and LeBron takes them down. But I feel like the Lakers are on a collision course with Golden State and LeBron is going to do it. That's my prediction. I still think Houston and, and I respect Houston. Done. I disagree. Houston's I disagree done. with almost everything you said, but I respect the boldness of the prediction. Yeah, it's a bold prediction. Yes, it's not. Hey, look, I, this is what I said. These are the you guys gave smart NBA savvy NBA savvy predictions. I'm. This is what I'm telling you. I'm giving a bleeding purple and gold prediction, and based on the fact that I LeBron is a winner, you guys, and he doesn't. You know this for a fact. He doesn't forget shit. Oh, yeah. Am I right? That's true. He doesn't forget shit. And neither does Magic Johnson. And believe me, I can't wait to see LeBron in the playoffs. I don't even care about the regular season next year. I can't wait to see him in the playoffs next year. And I can't wait to see them meet Golden State. And he's like, oh, okay. We ready to play again? 
Nice to see you boys again. Let's start. That's what I'm waiting Who's for. Who's guarding KD? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I like the, let the prediction sit. Doesn't matter. All right. That's all right. it. Doesn't matter. All right. We'll come back yeah. a year from now. Yeah. When July Golden 2nd. State was down 3-2, who was saying who's guarding KD? July 2nd. <laughs> who's saying 2nd. it? Who's saying it against Houston? July 2nd. Who's saying it? So we'll see. Yeah. All right, boys. All right. Uh, black on the air, you guys. Thanks for listening. It was all sports. It was Lakers. Had to put Happy that up. Fourth of July. Yes, LeBron James. Thanks for thanks for stopping by, Tommy. As always, thanks for stopping by. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. If you haven't had it already, and uh, go Lakers. Yeah.